you really robbing us right now? It ain't nothing personal. Everybody can get it. <laughs> Come Me on. Okay, you know what? You want the shoes? Mm -hmm. Have the shoes, Cheyenne. <laughs> Take the damn shoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no, no. You can keep them, Ethan. Keep them. <laughs> but hey! <laughs> hey, shit change, bitch! <laughs>And welcome back to Insecurity, the official recap podcast for HBO's Insecure. I'm Crystal. Burr, 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 burr. And I'm Hey Fran. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And we're back for season five. Oh, this is it, girl. This is it. This I is know. it. That's so crazy how quickly it went. But you know what? It felt so good to see the mm -hmm. gang back once this first episode kicked in. It did. And I have a feeling that these next two and a half months are going to absolutely fly by. Mm -hmm. We will not even know what happened but let's dive right into it kelly is in the back seat gasping you know very <laughs> dramatically <laughs> while scrolling across her various timelines and she calls it a groundhog's day of fuck shit relatable i content. have to say mm -hmm. <laughs> every now and then there's a day on social media where i'm like i'm gonna log off because you niggas have done every now and then the usual. <laughs> more like what hour of the day <laughs> friends like it's every it's literally every day but yes kelly's in the back seat of this road trip with tiffany and Derek, and the conversation quickly turns to molly and how she's been being very weird on instagram since her breakup two months ago two with months Andrew. so it lets this us know where we're at over here <laughs> she didn't yes, even heal artistically yet. posing <laughs> Right. I mean, you still in no, bed. You definitely in the dark. Yes. Not getting dressed or showering two months in. I feel for her. I get it. I get it. You're still going through it because you're doing the weird Picasso pictures and posting that <laughs> shit like it's deep and finding these quotes talking about stars can't shine without darkness and shit. Yeah, you still in Derek it. said it's not not deep. <laughs> He's such a supportive friend. I mean, you're making points, but <laughs> Tiffany don't want to talk about nobody's shit, okay? Nobody's her. mess, not Issa's messy mess. She just wants to focus on her man and her good time and her AKA, and that is it. And, and I had to remember where we okay. left off with her. Remember, she was going through it. Remember, they had to find her in the mm -hmm. hotel. So it's, I get her. She's yeah. like, we've all been through a lot, and the last thing I want to do is spend a weekend Focusing on Molly, focusing on Issa. Let's just have fun. Right. Let's have fun. Mm -mm. Exactly. For once. Well, while them niggas, yes, are driving to the fun, <laughs> Issa is at the San Francisco airport and immediately gets into the wrong vehicle because because Issa, because <laughs> awkward black girl. <laughs> but can we talk about her outfit? Oh, you would. <laughs> You would. It just, you know what Go it ahead. was? She looked so cute. It was like, we've seen Issa on the struggle bus for most of this season. <laughs> well, really, most of the season. Mm, Between the all series. her jobs. Yeah. yeah, just her trying to figure it out and get grounded. So it was cool to kind of see her, that little glow-up vibe. That's what she was giving when she walked out the airport. Going to her car service. Mm-hmm. And she got in all smooth, like she do car service every week. <laughs> and this ain't no big deal. Like... Like, she's used to car service. She just, <laughs> she did it like it was absolutely expected for her to be there, and she fit right in. And, you know, it's just unfortunate that she was completely wrong mm -hmm. about the correct vehicle time. Oh, y'all don't talk in the mornings no more? <laughs> Bitch. If you don't.
gonna get out of here and find your fucking car? <laughs> She's such a mess. <laughs> Even in the moment of flyness. Yes, insecure is back. <laughs> insecure is back. And now we see what's going on. Issa is pumping across the courtyard in her Stanford sweatshirt, and it's reunion weekend. Okay, Very so now fun. I got it. But here's a question I had mm-hmm. for you. Did we know that they all went to Stanford together? Because I felt like I kind of knew her and Molly did. But I didn't know it was like a gang gang thing where the whole cast met in college. Right. I'm not sure if it's ever been spelled out explicitly like this before. I would have to say no, because otherwise we would probably remember have caught it. that. But yeah. I think they've they've talked enough about college times and like random references and stuff like that right. that we probably should have known. Right. But so, oh, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, now we're seeing it. Everybody is checking in and. Issa's greeting everybody, but of course things are still a little bit strained with Molly. We all remember how that shit went last season. That was a very dry hello between them. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, hey. Hey, girl. girl. How you doing? Looking nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just so happened to have on the exact same outfit and everything. And (laughs) Derek is kind of going through this alumni book that they give you when you go to these events and all of a sudden Kelly walks up talking about how they didn't have her registration <laughs> so her name tag is handwritten and Issa can't relate girl she's a panelist okay. that's why she got flewed out but the block her shit is printed <laughs> yes she got a lanyard <laughs> come on lanyard that's right she's so official now in fact she is so official that she cannot even remember what the block stands for which kind of blew me because it wasn't complicated it's not right you know Issa going Issa talking about I'm gonna learn it but this is the name of your company so for me this was a big red flag (laughs) girl but you know what her friends are very supportive and everybody is hyping her up about the block and how dope this panel is gonna be and they start walking around campus looking like the diversity brochure sure did they came to have a good time (laughs) at the reunion (laughs) and they are going to do exactly that so while they're walking molly mentions that dr Rhonda said this would be a good chance for her to disconnect and try to stay present in the moment and i am for one so grateful to hear that Dr. Rhonda is still employed. That's what I was thinking in that working. moment. I was happy to yes. hear that Dr. Rhonda was still yes. around. Come on, Molly. Right. Right. Molly don't know how to chill the fuck out, but she gonna try, which very relatable for me as well. <laughs> Learning these things in therapy is one thing. Actually putting them into practice is another. Okay. So, okay. And you know, it takes time. It takes patience and Meanwhile, their other classmates have brought their hordes of children. And <laughs> Tiffany was like, should we have Tiffany brought and Derek. He's like, hell like, no. Mm, hell no, we should not have. We left our ass at home. And that is where she will remain mm-hmm. until we get back. This weekend is for us. So, yeah, Derek's flipping through his little book and he finds the in memoriam page and (laughs) now we see why kelly did not get a fucking name tag don't we okay first of all what absurd (laughs) oh shit is that kelly (gasps) what the fuck they killed me oh is that why they asked me to say a few words kelly will always be kelly laughs Why'd I put my laugh in there? I mean, I did laugh, but that's because you do be you. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Shit. 
maybe it's a good time to get up off the grid. Because I do have some other identities I've been meaning to try out. What's the first one? French. Okay. But now we understand the drama, the weirdness behind her um, name tag. And this is going to set up, I think, some some pretty big shit for Kelly this season. What do you think's going to set up? I think we're going to see it all began here. I mean, we'll, we'll get to that at the end of the episode. <laughs> but I think Kelly is going to see some major shifts this season, just based off mm. of this already. But I'm with you. I love that when they're walking across this courtyard, Issa's doing that fake hey, and I was like, wow, that's almost as good as Fred. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, hey, hey, girl. Mine sounds a Big little up. more honest, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it's almost, almost. as good as Fred. Fred sounds like she really does know your name, and she's just choosing to call you, you know, love bug or something <laughs> instead. <laughs> So, drag me. But while <laughs> while Issa steps away to have this conversation, Molly takes the time to ask Kelly about how long it took for her relationship with Tiffany to feel right. Remember um, a couple seasons ago when they had their falling out, That's and right. Kelly keeps it really real with her girl. Like it was fake back before it was back. Okay. Back and. A lot of laughing. You've heard Tiffany. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You've heard Tiffany try to nail a punchline and it doesn't really, you know, it don't be curling all the way over for her. So, yeah. And I love this part. The fact that Molly was asking her for help showed a lot of growth. You know, that she, Mm -hmm. she normally Molly kind of internalizes everything or projects. And we saw a lot of that, which is where, you know, Dr. Rhonda kicks in. But clearly, she's noticing her patterns, trying to do something about it. And I think it was Mm -hmm. cool to see her actually reach out to someone in the friend group like, yo, things are jacked up and I need to figure out how to fix this. Molly is not usually the let me ask for help type. Mm -mm. So good to see her letting her guard down a little bit, being vulnerable and... Kelly is like, listen, you can't force it. Just remain aware of what Issa needs in the moment, what makes her hair grow for whatever reason. You know, do she still got her big toes? This is still Kelly. Talking about because I ain't some never very seen good him. advice. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't never looked. Okay, well. With Kelly, wonderful. you got to find the gems through the jokes. But she be spitting. Yeah. Okay. She do. That is that. You know, you might have to peel okay. a little bit, but it's in there. It's some good ass advice. In the middle of all them words. <laughs> so Derek, Tiffany, and Issa are finishing their conversation with Derek's ex, BB. And Tiffany did not even wait for this girl to be out of earshot before she was like, yeah, that hoe was so fucking thirsty, whispering mystical lyrics in my man's <laughs> ear back in the day. <laughs> Relatable content. <laughs> oh, no, you would. You would. But when Issa's like, she is thirsty, you know, whoever she is, Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany tries a joke and was like, yeah, like a shriveled up prune. And this one was just this like, where Kelly oh, jumped no. in like, ha, ha, ha. And she looked at Molly like, see, bitch, I'm laughing at all the wax shit. You right. got to do it. Allegedly, allegedly, Tiffany never had nothing to worry about because Derek carved their names in a tree after they first dated no. or some shit. Sounds fake, Sounds but, you know. Me. <laughs> we'll see if you can find it, nigga. That's what I would have said, but you know, not me. <laughs> uh, anyway, the gang is headed to a mixer. As soon as we heard "Too Short," I said, "Yay, ghetto shit!" We back. <laughs> yes, and our flautist is back. <laughs> 
And at that same time, Kelly spots their old friend Cheyenne, who was, oh you know, too crazy for Tiffany back in the day. Tiffany's but... gangster because she was like, okay, y'all have fun saying mm-hmm. hi because I'm yeah, not. No. <laughs> I never liked her, but the rest of them hoes had a rap group with Cheyenne called Trap Abbott, even though none of these niggas have ever even smelled the okay. trap before. I loved when Tiffany asked, didn't y'all fall out with her? And Molly and Issa were looking like... They couldn't remember. <laughs> like we are, But like we are also trying to repair a falling out right now, so it's a little awkward. And Molly's like, oh, well, if we did, it was probably over something stupid. And then they share these glances like... <laughs> Kind of like me and you and the way we fell out over something stupid. But no, she dropped out so she could go on tour with Sierra. A great reason mm-hmm. to drop out of college, if you ask me. <laughs> and yeah, Tiffany's going to go find some AKAs while the rest of them <laughs> catch up and, and do their fucking ghetto shit, first of all. Okay. These leg extensions, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Also, the songs they made up back when they were children, trapping niggas is a habit. And a little dance slide in front of each other. (laughs) Tell his mama she can have it. Drop that baby out. Drop that baby out. (laughs) Hey. And Cheyenne look good. That's all I kept thinking. It's like, she's a legit dancer. Cheyenne do look good. That body. I would not be surprised. (laughs) She looked amazing. Uh, she just wrapped a sweetie video, um, and she also has a handwritten name tag. So Kelly is like, "Oh, bitch, you did too." But no, Cheyenne just not paying for no reunion. She's like, "No, I'm just here doing hood rat things, <laughs> <laughs> right?" And yelling in their face, "Ain't shit you changed?" Got it. Yes, <laughs> That's exactly where I was going with it. <laughs> yes. Cheyenne said, y'all need to understand that I am still the same ghetto bitch you knew back in the day. (laughs) And now we mixing, okay? The party is in full swing. Molly and Derek are talking to their old friends, Amari and Winston, about Omega Party smelling like booty hole, which is true. Um, And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, (laughs) Derek is like, "Uh, Amari's divorced. Okay, bye. And then he and Winston just leave. That was so not smooth. I was like, bro, really? That was the setup? I hate men. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> men are so awful at this. So, yes, we learned that Omari and Molly were friends with benefits back in the day, although this nigga didn't have no benefits outside of his meal points. Uh- and his little plastic mattress, I'm just saying. <laughs> but when he was like, oh, I just think, you know, they probably don't want you to let me get away again. She was looking like, <laughs> I don't remember thinking that this was a prize necessarily. Yeah, but, and for okay. Molly to make that face said a lot because we've been through it with the men in yeah. her life. <laughs> but I will say, Omari definitely seems to be like like Molly's type. Mm. The kind of like Especially, high society yeah. status mm-hmm. executive, right? Mm-hmm. I can see it. Similar degrees, probably working a very professional career now, mm-hmm. and he got a king size mattress. <laughs> Notice he said mattress, not okay. big, but he said <laughs> it's a whatever it is. It's a king size now, so he done came on up. And even though I think she should take this time and chill, it kind of seems like Molly is. I wouldn't be shocked. I'll just say this. If they get back to L.A. and she and this nigga are going on dates and shit like that, would not be surprised. I mean, it just was like, there's no break for this chick. Yeah. And she literally said Dr. Ronda told her to stay present. And here she go mm-hmm. with another immediate distraction. You know, flirting is fun. And if you just got your heart broken, then it can feel really good. Molly but, don't know. know how to flirt, Crystal. 
Okay, no, she don't. You gotta remember who you're talking about. She gonna be thinking about babies tomorrow she morning. She gonna fall in love, right? <laughs> she ain't the one for these games. We're gonna we're gonna keep our fingers crossed for the girl. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Kelly is watching the In Memoriam slideshow when her own damn face pops up, and at this point, she doesn't seem so entertained by the mistake anymore. Right, it's actually affecting her this time. Face is like, yeah. <laughs> looking kind of woebegone and a little bit upset about it. And even Tiffany pointing out that she had the best thank you leg and always carried a purse is not really lifting her spirits. The DJ drops thank you leg in her honor. And it's very wild to me that nobody in this room can see that she is clearly alive. Like it's very much the girl in the picture and she's <laughs> standing right in Doing front of you. Doing the stanky but... leg. <laughs> Right, right, and Cheyenne's all raggedy ass. Uh, She's not raggedy yet, but she ran up to do the stanky leg with them. <laughs> Sorry, I've been mad at her. I've been mad at her since I saw this episode, but we'll get there. But even outside of reading the room that she's alive, also reading the room that she's clearly not feeling good about this shit. Because at first they were cracking jokes, you know, when they were walking through the hallway yeah. reading it. But you can tell she's affected and everyone's just dancing around her, literally and figuratively. And she, like, kind of joins in with the stanky leg, but her heart is not in it. I mean, you saw that you know, sad look she even said, She said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm so much more than this. Oh, Kelly. And it was a sad thank you leg, but it wasn't as sad as Tiffany's child. <laughs> Tiffany just barely extended that leg. I was like, yes, you better give it to us like you got a white mama. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know that character's life. Issa right. walks into the bathroom and guess who's in the mirror? Mirror bitch. Yay. <laughs> Kind of. It's throwback Issa with the braces and the twists. And this is actually just really the cute. most adorable right. scene. Even though I know this is present day grown ass Issa interacting with herself. I don't care. She <laughs> did good though. She legit. Right. She the did. twists, the braces, the cute yes. little printed graphic tee. So cute. <laughs> right. And at first it's going well. Baby Issa is like, okay, I like the new style. The braces is off. Please show off them teeth. <laughs> Amazing. But the moments where they stop and they say the same thing at the same time are the best to me. So like when cute. they doing all this back and forth about the teeth and then they like, we stupid. <laughs> like, I love this fucking show. It's cute. Um, so yeah, young Issa is hyped to hear about big Issa being on the panel and she wants to know more, girl. Have we met T-Pain yet? No. Do we have any kind of boyfriend at mm, all? It's Are you a lawyer? Mm, hell no. You started that firm with Molly? Never. <laughs> we barely talking, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I didn't never want to be a lawyer, but you know, as long as Issa and Molly are still gully for shizzle, which goddamn took me back. <laughs> we owe this And hell. you know, yeah, they maybe are not fully gully right now, but they go. You know, they're working towards it. <laughs> it's not shot to hell like it used to be. But Issa's telling Throwback about the company she started. And once again, this bitch cannot remember what it stood for. And you saw Throwback Issa was Friend. like, oh, girl. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> she was like, maybe I should write it on my hand. Oh, I'll get it. Maybe. But like... <laughs> Then she Again, asked her like to I see said, her you don't abs. Remember the name? She asked her to see her abs, which took me down because her abs look good, but throwback didn't seem impressed. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I mean, I don't know if it was the abs or the fact that like Issa almost fell just trying to do the pose, <laughs> or maybe she didn't like the outfit. I don't know. But the baby version of herself was like, damn, bitch. <laughs> how did how did we get here? <laughs> what happened? Right. And before real Issa leaves the bathroom, she tells her child self to start an app with pictures on it and like <laughs> Not Issa Graham though. Genius. I mean, no. <laughs> Not the best name, but the fact that the the little version of her was like, "What's an app?" Child. Like, oh yeah, we did used to just have cell phones, right? Where they didn't you just they weren't all smartphones. People yeah, and text. That's it. <laughs> Remember that. And it took forever to send a text, and you played Snake, and that was it. It wasn't no ain't, ain't no extras. <laughs> like you're not getting on the internet on this thing. <laughs> wow, a lot has changed. <laughs> Even just in the past decade. A hundred apps on our phone that we can't girl, live without. Girl, constantly plugged in, email and uh, every Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time for that. PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of T-Pain, we can hear him playing as we head to Issa's panel. Um, and this is very classic awkward black girl because... All the other panelists are getting great reception from the crowd. And then Issa talks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I have to say is, you know, we've been on many a panel and they always mm-hmm. expect you to have the like fluffy words, you know, the Instagram <laughs> caption tweetable words that people are just like, yes, mm-hmm. that was so good. And I actually have found myself being in Issa's position where it's like, I don't want to say any of this shit i want to tell y'all the real of the fact that we are mm. struggling creatives it's not always rainbows and butterflies and i kind of at first she was definitely stumbling being typical isa but i like the fact that in the second half of it she was just like i don't know what i want to do where i'm gonna be in five years i don't have no pretty mm-hmm. packaged answers for you uh the right path um I don't know that I'm on the right path. To be honest, there's there's no way to be sure you've made the right choice. Maybe I'll wake up tomorrow and realize that I've wasted all my time. And that's time I can't really get back. While everyone else was hitting you with the, you know, guru quotables <laughs> or, or biggie lines. <laughs> random right. lines i loved it i personally that's loved real it. it was real to me i mean maybe because i'm always the one telling people about the bad side <laughs> to a situation <laughs> but i didn't feel like i i honestly felt like this scene was really used like it was more comedic because isa's answers i felt were pretty much on par with everybody else's it's just that the crowd was giving her nothing, nothing at and all. then they were absolutely eating up the basic shit that these other people <laughs> said so it was more like Did she hit him with so the y'all Tupac? just gonna do me like this they didn't want it <laughs> right right and and we're being confronted with the awkwardness of her terrible logo design because the moderator called it the blue cc <laughs> With a blow CC, like, oh no. She was this like, ain't well, I gotta all. rework this shit. <laughs> right. Them niggas didn't even have love for Pac. And it was just. It didn't land. Issa looks. 
so dejected, right? Because the next girl, Nadia, is talking and even complimented her singing voice. But whatever Nadia says, some something that is not like shifting the world, and yet everybody is Everyone's eating like, it up. <laughs> yes, and I feel like Issa is just. This is more about her insecurities. About am I in the right place? Am I doing the right thing? Fair. True. Yes, and that comes on full display during the final question of the panel because. If you're asking me about when I felt stable and knew I was on the right path, and meanwhile, I'm still driving for Lyft and managing apartments. Okay. And <laughs> what you mean? When did I feel stable? Is that supposed to be happening? When <laughs> am I scheduled for stability at some point? Because I'm not there yet. And so she cannot relate to getting funding or having niggas slide in your DMs. <laughs> Like, none of that. She is brutally honest here and says that maybe tomorrow she'll wake up and realize she wasted all her time and and can't get it back. My God. Which which was an honest-ass answer, and I loved it. I mean, mm, I thought it was honest. (laughs) I I can understand that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I... It was honest, and also it wasn't the question for her, because... When did you feel stable? Assumes that I have stability. Right. She's like, I'll I'll circle back not. next year for the eleventh reunion right. and let you know if I have right. an answer then, job. I love Fran. You can tell Fran does not go to reunions because nobody has an eleven year reunion. Oh, that's She's right. The cutest. Oh, it's like ten, twenty, <laughs> true, true. I ignore those emails. <laughs> Girl. I've never been to any of mine either. They'd be like, not one We'd time. love to so, have you. I'd be like, oh, what school is this? <laughs> Them niggas done had like three, four reunions. And I'm like, oh, girl, I'll see y'all on Instagram. (laughs) But I felt for her because this is such an awkward moment to have to have in front of a crowd where you're like, damn, maybe this is not it. Maybe. Right. This is not really my passion and I feel inadequate. She's having like an existential crisis on stage in the middle of a panel where she's supposed to be like revered as like, you know, fancy alumni that's made it and successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. This moment is also the first time we hear somebody talk about how crazy everything is in the world right now. And of course, I immediately thought COVID. Right, right. (laughs) Because PTSD, COVID is... Uh, beating my ass, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. psychologically. And so at first I thought, hmm, does this mean we're going to get like a specific mention of a societal ill? Are they going to deliberately leave it vague? Because to be honest, everything is terrible on earth all the time. Right, which one, um, what thing are they referring to with the way shit is now? Right. But the moderator dropping that had me like, oh, okay, so we are going to talk about you know, I don't think this will be a COVID season at all, but we are going to talk about things being weird and fucked up and people not knowing what to do. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um. So this panel thankfully ends <laughs> and <laughs> her friends are hyping her up and Issa is technically, you know, using positive words, but she is clearly a little bit down about how this went. Yeah. Just, you know? really made her feel a little bit more insecure and aware of what she doesn't have as opposed to all the things that she has accomplished. But the friends are so um, Kelly, because they're, like, trying to put they boost are. her. Like, girl, it don't matter. You're amazing regardless. Especially Molly. You can see Molly in that moment well, started kind of... And she need to. <laughs> and she should. Right. Remember Kelly's advice. And she... <laughs> Super slide in there, girls. Your opportunity. <laughs> yes, but also, like I said last season, 
Molly was more in the wrong than Issa was. And you can tell now because Molly is the one trying to get Issa yes, back. Yes, she is. And Issa's the one over there in her Kerry Washington outfit talking about earn me. So. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> so while Kelly is going to the band reunion and Derek and Tiffany are headed to an AKA function, Molly is going to take Kelly's advice from earlier and go with what Issa needs in the moment, Love which it. is a fucking dream. Love it. <laughs> Said, let's just lay yes. back and chill. And, and I was, it was dope that Issa seemed actually open to it. It was like, let's do it. I mean, cause, cause she really, you know, she needed to talk about it. And she and Molly are in a good enough place to where, you know, she could kind of let this out. And we're going to see that unfold in this next scene after they steal the beers from the 40th reunion. <laughs> Raggedy. But as they walk, Molly gets a text from Omari, and she immediately begins to overthink the situation. Like, as soon as she opened the fucking text. But not only that, was it just me, but did you kind of see Issa's face? Because, like, they're walking, it's just the two of them, and it's just that same old shit again about Mm -hmm. Molly just not being present and wanting to talk about the man that she's dating Mm -hmm. or whoever's in her life. It's just, like, the same shit. She kind of looked like, oh, here we right. go, girl. Okay. See, I interpreted that face um, more as like, I see what you're doing here, but we not really cool like that, and I'm not going to volunteer no advice for you. On some friendship. Um, right. Right. Like, And because we have argued about this before, mm-hmm. unsolicited <laughs> words coming from one to the other. So Issa's very much like, oh, yeah, girl, staying in the present. The the present is the, is the gift. <laughs> not the present <laughs> is the gift. Right. Molly tries, and she, Molly tries again to her credit. She brings up Andrew this time, and Issa's like, oh, I'm definitely not speaking to <laughs> Andrew, girl. <laughs> It just felt so tired. Yeah. I'm like, what happened to us getting it drinks did. because Issa was having a bad moment? Like, oh, Molly, read the room. Towards the end of that conversation, she does say that she thinks that she should be more like Issa was on the panel. And of course, Issa's like, oh, no, girl, not that train wreck. But <laughs> Molly called Issa inspiring. And it seemed like Issa's countenance kind of softened a little. Yes. Like she was like, OK, you know, like, thank you for that, because <laughs> she needed a boost in that moment. Yeah, it was affirming, which was a very friendly thing to do. So I, I can see that's what she needed. And I see how this ended better than it would have previously because old Molly would have fixated on whatever she was yes. going through, sat there and overthought it to the point and pressing Issa for her opinion on everything and trying to hash it out. And then she like had her moment, realized where she was fucking up and made it about Issa. Reeled it in. In a way. Yep. She yeah. like came back Reeled in her in. body <laughs> and was present yes. again, just like Dr. Rhonda told her. So you see it's like because she's catching the patterns in real time yes, and then changing yes. the pathway. So like we keep saying, some growth, some growth with Molly. Which is which is really beautiful. And I'm so happy to see this because honestly, I did not think I could hate Molly anymore <laughs> than I did at the end of last year. You season. really did. I, you were fighting on Twitter with the hashtag. I was. <laughs> and I was <laughs> I was arguing with you niggas and I will do it again because <laughs> She was trying it. But I am so glad to see this. And I love that we're getting more into their history when they first met on campus. Right. Bonded because racist white people assumed they were athletes. <laughs> Issa knowing that they were going to be friends because Molly cussed them out so eloquently. And it was just nice to see them reminiscing about the confidence they had when they were younger and how they really thought they had everything figured out. And 
just how very fucking wrong they were. Right, child. You know? And, the, and it, just the, it happens to the best of us. And the bare bones, in a way, of their friendship. Like, before all the bullshit. Yeah. And it was just them connecting off of being each other you know with each other and being who they are it was cute to see that because we only know them as adults with the shit that's happened you know the past right. couple seasons so like you said it was nice to kind of go back and see because I, I guess i like i said i didn't know they met in college i've missed that mm -hmm. memo so i'm like they go far <laughs> they go way back way farther back than i that i even like realized so that was cool and Issa, i think the combination of Molly calling her inspiring and then them having this moment where they're going back over their old memories together. She kind of lets down her guard a little with so sweet. Molly and starts, yeah, you know, talking about how she thought the panel was going to make her feel special, but she over here with the Michelle of water and shit <laughs> and how she's 30 and still an apartment manager and feeling out of control because even if niggas want to go to Palm Springs on a Tuesday, you know, she got to take them because she to live. <laughs> Really, you know, She's like I can't even control where my day goes. <laughs> Child, Molly was like, "Let's let's find some carbohydrates for okay. you because you're not feeling well. <laughs> let's get you something to eat." So. <laughs> that was so mean. <laughs> That's something you would say to me. I wasn't gonna say it, Taurus, but <laughs> let's ground you. I was gonna say, <laughs> somebody, Yaga, who has some soup? <laughs> And a blanket, like I'm wearing right now. Let's get a nice uh, mistroni for Fran. <laughs> but <laughs> so the girls are getting food, and a student drops off a flyer on their table saying, "Stand up and be heard." Mm. And when e I had to pause it to read that flyer, because I was like, "No, I need to know what this says." Because Issa reads it, and then she's like, "Damn, the world is so fucked up right now." And so then I'm like, "Okay, so the fucked up thing we're referring to here is." Almost certainly to do with police brutality, right. niggas being unfairly targeted, racism in America. Um, hate to say same old shit. I was shit, literally but... like the usual, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but we do remember uh, the um, the George Floyd case of 2020 and how that seemed to really shift some things for right. a lot of people. So maybe that's a reference that we'll be getting throughout this season, this theme of Something needs to really change. Right. We'll see. Don't know quite just yet. But when Molly asks if they're going to be okay, Issa's like, girl, you mean the world or us? Because <laughs> the world, probably not. <laughs> and us, probably not either. <laughs> but Molly says, you know, I just want us to be good again. And Issa nods. And I feel that because you get tired of not having your best no. friend. Right. You do. You get tired of fighting. Especially if the person like genuinely apologized and y'all are trying to get back on a good place. Like at a certain point, you just don't want to hold on to that no more. And it feels like Issa is like really ready to invest emotionally, be vulnerable again Aww. with Molly. That's what I got from. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It definitely felt like that to me. Like, girl, you know, are we going to be OK? Because if we are, then I can chill. Yeah. And the symbolism, and like I was saying, of, let it of them starting from square one low, low key. You yeah. know, back in college yeah. where we met. And let's just, like, take it from there. New canvas. Exactly. Beautiful. Um, Kelly hits the group chat because Cheyenne wants to go to a club called Reggae Golden Open that <laughs> night. Which sounds kind of lit. <laughs> First of all, it absolutely does. And then Issa called it dumb, dingy, and dusty. So now we all want to go, including What time me. we there? <laughs> <laughs> what time we... Not me Googling. What time we getting in the Not car? Not me Googling <laughs> to see if this is a place. <laughs> 
of course Tiffany is driving. I just feel like Tiffany will be the designated for the rest As of their she lives. She probably just, should be. I just don't see Simone's mama being drunk <laughs> <laughs> and out without her husband no more. But everybody is turning up to T-Pain except Kelly. This shit is really bothering Understandable. her. Understandable. They done killed you off and put you in the alumni book in, in memoriam. Like, come on. I guess it is so impactful. Imagine that. I mean, I am and I'm finding it difficult to take seriously because Because Kelly. I mean, no, not actually, <laughs> actually not because of her, because of me. Because like, if you tell me that I'm dead, I'm just going to laugh. I'm clearly not. So <laughs> you niggas doing an in memoriam for me and having this dumbass yearbook page set up in my friend and gave a stupid ass quote. <laughs> I guess I could see Jade being Issa in that Have moment. You know and Jade so would have given the damn quote. <laughs> and not told you. And not told you. <laughs> you could be surprised when you put right, up. So <laughs> Exactly. So I just feel like I would probably not have taken it this way. But for Kelly, I think it's more of a wake up call. Like, yo, y'all really think I'm a fucking clown. Yeah, that's why I totally align with what you were saying that this is it's almost like the clown is getting tired of being the joke. Yeah. Just getting old. Right. Yeah. Definitely see that happening. Because like your 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 fun friend, the funny friend, the lighthearted one, the one who can always make everybody feel better, like. That's still a real person who goes through real shit, right, too. And right. Kelly's having her, I'm a real bitch, and I'm really going through it right now moment. Which is probably, like you said, there's more to that whole joke about she has different identities to try on. It's like, I'm mm. actually want to get rid of this one right now because there's more okay, range. yes. Right? Okay. I see yes, it. Yes, astrologer friend. <laughs> <laughs> You right though. (laughs) I see it. I see what you're saying about this being a shift for her, and I feel like that was a little window into that. So you know, the topic of her kale allergy comes up, and Cheyenne starts singing the damn song that they wrote about the allergy. And Kelly, (laughs) I've never seen Kelly snap in like a legitimately pissed way like this before. Must be nice. You know, the band didn't do shit for me. And then the trombonist had the nerve to say the only thing she remembered about me was I was allergic to kale. Bitch, I took every Mandarin test for you for a year. Remember that? But Kelly, you are allergic to kale. That's, <laughs> you wrote a whole song about this. Oh. Hey, Kelly. Uh-huh. Don't eat kale. Nah, nah. Hey, Kelly. Come on. to swell. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing the point, as always. Is everything I do a joke to y'all? Y'all know where they go be putting water in their liquor. I see why Tiffany didn't like mm-hmm. her. And now look, you got me on Tiffany's side, girl. But I see it. <laughs> I really do see it. It felt like such a dickhead move. And in hindsight, it was definitely some foreshadowing. But <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> God. Kelly picked up her phone. And I really, I mean, I really want to know what she was about to do on that phone. And I noticed that Tiffany is the only one who didn't laugh. Like Issa and Molly laughed after Cheyenne's little dumb childish outburst. But Tiffany was just kind of looking like, oh, friend. Right. Didn't say nothing. And Tiffany don't fuck with her, so I don't think she would have laughed even if it was funny. But I think Kelly picked up her phone out of frustration and would have really appreciated Tiffany piping up and being like, bitch, my friend said it's not funny. Right. So. Felt. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't want to have to stand up for yourself 
alone all the time either. Yeah. So Cheyenne suggests that they stop at a liquor store so they can smuggle bottles into the club, <laughs> which <laughs> literally I am the perfect friend for this. I can put one and a half bottles under my titties the fact and we have are it in. measured out. <laughs> I the way I've done this countless I remember. countless times, me taking Nuvo and putting it up under my titties <laughs> so that me and my friends can drink that perfume in the club. Oh, Jesus. I have done it. <laughs> Kelly and Tiffany stay behind in the car while Molly, Issa, and Cheyenne make the run inside the liquor store. And when they come out, Ugh. a nigga in a hoodie walks up to them and asks them what's in the bags. Jesus which, Christ. what do you think it is, nigga? <laughs> it's obviously liquor, but also obviously these niggas are getting robbed. Oh, my God. And he's and it's at gunpoint. Woo. Molly froze. She didn't even know how to think, what to say. Yeah, it's not an implied gun. The gun is right there. <laughs> okay. And I did notice... As soon as he pulled the gun out, Molly immediately kind of pushed Issa back. Mm, like, like protected her, mama like, bear. Yes. I didn't catch that. Yes, which I noticed. Mm. I said, okay, you're trying because you need to be. That's a lot of trying because, but... I mean, I can try to restore the friendship, but I don't know about <laughs> getting a bullet for you. I don't know about that. And listen, it wasn't like, get behind me. It was just like a little, ah. like you do with a baby when you got to slam on the brakes. I just whisper like, oh. in your ear like, we should probably run. <laughs> and so, you know, all three girls start to panic. Understandably, this nigga wants the watches, the purses, the liquor. Did y'all get some Doritos in there okay. too? I would like that as well. He's getting all that shit. Cheyenne is losing her shit. Making it worse. Growing more hysterical right. by the second. Oh my God, a gun. He has a gun. He said he has oh a gun. Oh my God, oh my God, no. No, 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 no. Please, please, no, no, Shut no, up. no. Look, I'll take those bags. And hey, give me that watch. Ooh, okay, okay, you can have whatever you want. No, not the watch. That's Cartier. Tick top, bitch, let's go. Okay. And give me your purse, too. Oh, yeah, okay. What do you want to take from me? You can just take it. You can just take it. I don't it. need nothing from you. I need you to stop being so fucking loud. Okay. Oh my God. Shut the fuck up, Shy shit. Shy? <laughs> Please tell me what you were thinking at this scene, Crystal. I said, no, I literally made Issa and Molly face. I literally was like, this bitch. I was exactly like Marion Barry. I said, this. But you know what's so crazy on everything, on everything, on everything? I sensed that this oh, was Lord. a setup. I really did, just because she has been such you the would. hood rat friend. Something about it felt off, and I don't know what mm -hmm. it was. And when he said her name, yeah. I was like, you know, you do the old lady clap. As soon like, as he I said it. I knew it. it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew I it. Did not, I did not see that coming, but I definitely was Marion Barry with this bitch set me up. I absolutely <laughs> said it. That's right, hoes. It's a fucking setup. What a scam. And, you know, <laughs> Cheyenne apologizes, but she also tells Molly to come up out them damn shoes. Which cracked me so sorry, up. Girl. She had she doubled down mm -hmm. on the robbery and was like, Did. Ain't shit changed. I'm actually not <laughs> done. Yeah. And Issa, you can go ahead and keep yours on. No, but I cried at that part. <laughs> Issa was like, what about my shoes? It's like, bitch, don't nobody want them. I mean, you can, you can keep those. Those Nobody asks. It's okay. We didn't know. Do you see Molly's <laughs> shoes? Okay. And then do you see and her car? Right. That means they're fine. <laughs> Good for you, but all right. Sorry, girls, but everybody can get it and ain't shit changed. Mm -hmm. And now you remember why you hated that okay. bitch. Now you remember why you ain't talked to her <laughs> over the last 10 years, whether she dropped out to go tour with Sierra or whatever. You didn't keep in touch for a reason. 
What on earth? What a scene. Talk about not seeing Girl. that coming. <laughs> right? So stressful. Oh, Cheyenne. Back in the car, Kelly <laughs> Kelly is talking about how she going to haunt everybody after she dies and tells Tiffany, like, <laughs> you did not do enough. And Tiffany's like, what I do, bitch? You're sitting there while somebody is being disrespectful to me. Like, right. I would expect the people who knew me best, especially like my best friend, to be like, uh-uh. Because Kelly don't snap off like that. Kelly do not be checking niggas like that. So she must have really been affected, feeling a way about mm-hmm. it. Right. Issa and Molly return then. And when they ask them about the liquor and the shoes, these bitches fall <laughs> out laughing, <laughs> trying to tell the story. And that's when I was like, oh, they back. Because they are sitting here crying, laughing, trying to talk over each other. And both of them being scared shitless. And Molly, oh, what is Issa said, you're a horny, lonely ass. <laughs> Tell them to come in. Oh, you can have whatever you want. <laughs> Not this robbery being like a jumper cable for their friendship. Right. A whole reset. And Molly being like, yeah, that nigga was fine, though. <laughs> and yes, exactly. It felt like these two were really back now, you know, going through something that was that scary and, and then turned experience. that fucking stupid. Right. It almost makes right. you realize, like, we've been worrying about the dumbest shit, fighting over what, yep. like, let's just let the yep. shit go and start from scratch, which I get it. It happens. But the best part of this scene, and honestly, might be the best part of this episode, is when Issa's like, how come she didn't want my shoes? And <laughs> Tiffany says, oh, you know why. <laughs> Of all, because it was like she was them. she was mostly gonna stay out of it, but she was like, "Now, so now, girl." Weedy. <laughs> <laughs> so now, of course, everybody's laughing, and I just love these four together. Aww. Like, I know, I was like, "Oh, I love these friends." I miss my. They needed friends. this robbery. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Yes, us getting set up by a girl we used to know really brought us closer together. <laughs> we hear Molly saying these <laughs> beautiful words about friendship as we move into the next scene where these niggas are at a diner having a memorial for Kelly, who, as we know, fake died. What on earth? Now, <laughs> did I agree with Derek that this is extra and it's doing a lot? Yes, yes I did. However... It was also really sweet, and it's what Kelly needed. Right. She needed to hear these beautiful words, you know? She needed to hear about how she was always there for her friends. She helped Issa financially by cutting out coupons for six months. <laughs> and Issa really looked, like, genuinely touched when she recalled that memory. Like, because who would do that for you? She's Tiffany's actual soulmate. Sorry to my Aww. husband, but she's my actual ride or die. And Kelly is getting so emotional. And I'm like, okay, so, you know... It is a lot, Derek. Yes, it is. However, she was really in her feelings about that in memoriam shit. And this is making her feel seen and appreciated, loved and valued. And what else are friends for? That's all she needed. Yeah. She needed to not be the laughing stock for a moment. Right. Exactly. And they actually saw her, which was really nice. Even though this is really weird. Right. But I'll give it to her. (laughs) I was sitting there like, what are we doing? Blow out the candle on her pancake cake. (laughs) I was like, what is happening? We're staying in, you know what? We're staying in the moment yes. and we're paying attention to what our friends You're right. need. That's what we're doing. Thanks for really That's me back what in. That's we are doing. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what? Plus, Derek no good and damn well he didn't find that tree with the engraved names and all that bullshit. He, but, he just did it know, on another t- one. <laughs> but Tiffany gonna let it slide because he's been going through a lot and everybody agrees which makes me think that this is about Tiffany's postpartum and right, how, right. you know, it's been a struggle to both adjust to parenthood himself 
and to have to support your wife while she's going through something so difficult. Right. So, you know, we're going to let Derek have that little lie. True. Even though, you know, Tiffany's letting him have but. it too, apparently. <laughs> so Winston walks up and says that he missed them at the party last night. And of course, we're not even getting into the story of why they didn't make it to the fucking party. But he passes along the message that Omari was looking for Molly. Mm. Okay. So Issa and Molly share a look, which again, another sign that these two are back. Aww. Because Issa probably would have just stayed stone-faced before and minded her business. But um, yeah, I was like, okay, so now maybe we can actually get into the Omari thing and Issa will be willing to give her opinion on the situation. Because before she was kind of like closed off and, you know, mm, I don't know about all that. Now that she almost died, she's like, okay, let's talk about your crush. Right. Cool. But once they're outside and saying their goodbyes and almost... You know, or not even almost. I'm sorry. They did get called ma'am <laughs> by the young students who had their protest signs. Again, another right. sign of the time. Sign of what's going on in the world. Right. But yeah, Molly brings up the Omari situation and Issa confirms that this Omari. bitch is really asking for her opinion. <laughs> oh, you want my opinion? Yeah. <sighs> to be honest, you were never tripping about Omari then. You shouldn't know. He was on you, and you just went with the flow, because that's how you were about everything. That's what I loved about you. You know, you just knew you were going to be great, and you weren't pressed. Yeah, but that's when I thought I had all the time in the world. Well, what if we still do? Because for me, I don't want to get stuck worrying about what I'm not or where I'm not. I. I just want to move forward. I want to move forward, too. Honestly, I see why Issa's like, you know, that's what I loved about you. And Molly lights up. Oh, God, you love me again. Mm -hmm. But I see why Issa's like, you know, I love that about you, that you go with the flow. And I think that is great for friendships. But in romantic relationships, I think it's very important for y'all to have a mutual pressness about each other. Mm. Like... Him being so into you and you being like, oh, okay, well, I can't really think of anything wrong with him, so I'll just go with the flow. Like, mm, that's a good way to end up with two people having a broken heart when you could have just stayed away from somebody you didn't feel passionately about in the first place. Come but on, Chris. I could couch. be reading entirely into No, <laughs> I'm with you on that. See, now it's my turn to bring it back in because <laughs> I feel like, you know, maybe I read entirely too much into that statement, but... No, I think that's exactly what it is. And Molly's trying to break these patterns, trying to stay present. And mm -hmm. she's also having to realize that she attaches herself to situations just to do it a lot mm -hmm. of times. Yeah. Or because, like, with Omari, it would be like, well, there's nothing wrong with him. Okay, but do you like him? Right. Do you want to be with but him? But do you feel or is anything? This just, it's just something right. to do. Is it? Yeah. Yes. No, right. Girl. Or is this, like... I feel like I have to get married because my mama wants me to or right. I'm incomplete without a husband. Like, what's really going on here? Right. So maybe being a little bit more intentional in your relationships would be a good thing. But Molly says, look, that was a decade ago. I thought I had all the time in the world. Shit is looking very different now in my early 30s. But Issa points out that they do still have time. 
y'all are 30, not 90. <laughs> and as long as you're still breathing. And hey, there be people that are 90 that's still out here kicking it, getting that's married. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, who in us Exa- needs as this? As long as you are breathing. Yeah. Yes. And I love, you know what? <laughs> as someone who is entering their 40s soon, I actually really loved this part of the conversation mm-hmm. where Issa was like, what exactly yeah. are we rushing into? Why do we need you know, the like where we're at, who we are, that whole pressure. I loved it because you start right. a lot of people will really project that on you. And you're just like, I actually don't feel like I'm in a rush. <laughs> I'm my own pace, my own clock. Right. And that's fine with me. And I love Issa giving her that advice because it's hard to it's hard to remember that sometimes. It definitely is. And as far as like biology is concerned, I can see an issue with like, oh, if I want to have a baby, then I really only have like another 10 years before I'm probably going to have to pay a lot more to make it happen. But she's not even talking about kids, really. She's talking about getting married. And it's just you. it's not something you can force. Like, I don't believe I'm in control of whether a decent nigga happens to show up on any given day. (laughs) Like, you can take all the advice and do all the things everybody says to do, but you just may not come across a nigga who is worth your time. Right. It's in that day, week, month, who knows? I don't know. And there comes so. a time where you have to accept that, you know, that that may not yeah. be in your cards and there's actually nothing wrong with that. There are a lot. What did you see those articles right. that come out all the time of women who were happy in their old age because they weren't married or didn't have kids. And it's like, it's yeah. a configuration. Husband finally died. Right? <laughs> it's a configuration that works too. It's okay. We shouldn't be scared. <laughs> and it's okay to desire partnership Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. It's loving and sweet. But you, yeah. Yes. But you have to feel like you are a complete person without it. You don't, it, it can't be this person is fulfilling something that makes you a complete human being agree you are that on your own but you have to know and feel that for yourself yeah and molly's working on it but she's not quite there yet so right however very obvious that the therapy is kicking in Come shout on, out to dr ronda and that copay <laughs> not that copay it's kicking in <laughs> shout out to that copay <laughs> Oh man! So Kelly's at home and recording her podcast from bed. And first of all, bitch, why have I never thought of this? Okay, the fact we have the same feeling. I was like, I looked over (laughs) at my bed, like, wait. I was like, (laughs) I could have been. She just opened up a whole universe to me. (laughs) What, friend? I hate us for real because I was like, wait a minute, don't show two Earth signs that we can record from the bed. I was like, hold on, because I've been over here with a little okay. setup in my fucking office. Back hurting. <laughs> Bitch, I could be laying down with one eye closed talking about, yeah, girl. And so then, um, <laughs> um, so, but, you know, she's processing her weekend and we can hear her words as a voiceover as we see the friends getting back to their lives. Issa's at LAX getting picked up by Lauren. <laughs> Oh boy! I've been waiting for that Tiffany face. And... <laughs> yes, Tiffany and Derek uh, putting the baby to bed in her Stanford onesie, and Simone is so cute. I know that's not the same baby because obviously <laughs> that baby is like three now, but adorable, so cute, adorable. Yeah, um, Molly inspecting herself in the mirror where that dog is looking like girl. <laughs> you look the same as you did yesterday. <laughs> that Please dog don't get is in the so bed. cute. <laughs> 
Yes, but if you knew the end was coming, how would you make the most of your time left? Mm, look at them inspiring her podcast episode. Yes, yes. Like, first of all, we all know this is the last season of Insecure. The end is coming. Aww. How are y'all going to make the most of this last season of Insecure? Are you going to ask them to make the episodes an hour long? Because they're not going to do that. <laughs> are you going to? <laughs> that was good. Are you going to argue about condola and disrespect? Yes. I no, hope I'm kidding. So, the jokes be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, Kelly will be tackling these questions on, on this episode of Prinny's Preguntas. Prinny's Preguntas. <laughs> I was so dead at her. Why, why is that the name of her show, girl? Of course it is. Of course it is. But Issa and Lawrence are in the car making small talk about the fucking moon. Dry. How that bitch looks close or whatever. You can tell she is checked out. She was checked out at this point. This was awkward. And I felt like throughout the car ride, we could all see where this was going. Mm -hmm. Yep. He was trying. They pull up to Issa's building and Lawrence is like, shall we? And she's like, I shall. And you chance. (laughs) (laughs) She's had had some time to think about it. And I'm assuming she is just not ready to be a stepmother. And I guess he's not going to take my very good advice about just not being a daddy. Because... (sighs) He says that he understands. Of course he does. How could he not? Right. What can he say? And it it seems like this near-death experience was, like, really shifting some shit. (laughs) Stop calling it that. She was like, you know what? I don't want to be nobody's goddamn stepmother. Where's Lawrence? We're breaking up. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, you know, I... I I can see it coming. Of course, I'm joking when I say that Lawrence should just pretend this baby doesn't exist. <laughs> he has no choice but to understand. Exactly. It is a a situation where nobody is in the wrong, and yet we are just going to have to have our hearts broken, which is the worst kind of breakup. Because you have I no anger to fuel you. It's just right. what it is, <laughs> and you have to sit with it and move on. And he saw it. You could almost see that he was he saw it coming. Because you kind of saw yeah. that face where he was just like, shit, I didn't want to hear this. I was hoping I right. never had to hear this. But here we are. Mm. And honestly, if the shoe was on the other foot, I really doubt that he would stay with her if she was pregnant by somebody mm, else. Yeah. So, Same. I mean, you saw he was reacting and... to her just even having other interests when right. they weren't dating. So imagine her getting right. pregnant. Yeah, definitely would have not been the same. I'm just glad my girl got one last free ride from the airport because it's over. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's over and done. And Jasmine Sullivan's Lost Ones oh, is playing as we wrap. What an that outro. What an outro. The most perfect song. Just Once again with the music on this fucking show. <laughs> jab it in. Just jab it in. All right, friend. Predictions for the season for next episode. What do you think so far? I don't know if it's just me being me. Gonna say it. But I don't think this is the end of Lawrence. I don't. Thank you. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. It's just I not, do not care. No. Issa and Lawrence are still not done. It is going no. to wrap around somehow. I don't know how because these are very short episodes. <laughs> but it is going to come back right. around. Um, I'm hoping that Issa and Molly really really do reconnect again because it was mm-hmm. in these small scenes towards the end it was like nice to see them just be good 
again. You know, like yeah. it felt good. It was reminiscent of the first couple seasons. Just that banter, mm-hmm. that sisterhood. So I am hoping that that is real. And mm-hmm. I, you have me super curious with this Kelly storyline. I feel like she has always kind of been a sidekick, side character. And I would love to see, mm-hmm. even with them mentioning her podcast and the different things that kind of were kicking up, you know, in her character this episode. I'm curious yeah. to see if we're going to get more of a Kelly-centered storyline this season, which would be nice because I think mm-hmm. she didn't, definitely didn't get enough airtime in the past couple episodes. I'm glad that we saw some of how Issa and Molly repaired their friendship. Obviously not in real time, but like the actual awkwardness you yes. go through and the actual so real. efforts that you make to repair a relationship because it's not just, I'm sorry, okay, I'm sorry, all right, now we back right. good. Like, it's a process, but when you really love somebody and both of you are like, okay, I can see how I was wrong, I can see how you were wrong, I don't want to throw away everything we have because of yeah. this, then it can be a really beautiful thing to come back from something like and that. And a humbling. So, the humbling, yeah. you know? And I think, again, we have to give all praises to Dr. Rhonda for getting Molly together. I think Molly is going to keep growing in therapy. Love it. Um, I think she and Issa are going to be extremely tight this season. They're for each other for some very difficult moments. And I think she is going to learn how to be okay without a partner. Like, not letting her relationship status define her worth to herself. Come on. Or her work. I think she's... Right. I'm hoping or her that, work. too, because she's very attached to these identities. That might be harder. <laughs> that, I was going to say, that might be harder, because Molly the overachiever... I, mm, you know what? Mm. I'd love to see it. I'd love for her to just shed all that shit by the end of the season. I am not someone that's, like, being a lawyer is not all who I am. Looking for a man is not all who I am. And she's going to move to Bali nice. with her dog and just like okay. you know have a little house I bet you watch I'm calling it now it's gonna be this shedding of identities mm. that she, <laughs> that she is like it, like the things that people project on you and you look to to yeah. them to validate your existence I feel like she's gonna be like fuck all of this I'm happy by myself like truly happy okay. yeah I would love that I can I can definitely see her saying that it's just difficult for me to see her this quickly applying this to her professional <laughs> right. life as well. Right. right, right. Like maybe in the last episode she'll turn in her resignation yes, letter. Yes, come on. But... Let's see it. Okay. Go to a retreat. Remember when you called the couch? Yes. Remember when you called them being on I the couch? I literally called every ending. <laughs> Give it to us. Give us her walking through a field, taking off clothes. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. I think Kelly is going to switch careers. She's an accountant, right? She does something with money or numbers. Oh, yeah, true. She does something like that. I think she's going to uh, switch up her career. And I also think maybe she is going to realize, or not not realize, I'll say I I see her perhaps moving away from the group. Mm. Maybe feeling like she has outgrown these people. Wow. Maybe. I- I would love that too. That's another important storyline. Outgrowing your friend group and being bold enough to like yeah. accept that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Come on. I don't I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll see the girls rally around her as she tries to, you know, find her identity, trying on lots of them. So, right. you know, maybe That'd we'll be see the girls too. rally around her. Yeah. But I think if they don't, if she doesn't get the support she needs, then that's it. I see her being like it's time for me to switch things up and be around people who make me feel good about myself. But, you know, they did also have that really sweet memorial for her at the diner. So 
I could be completely off track no, about this that, is but good. I just see Kelly making. What if she moves I to see France? Kelly making big changes. <laughs> Try on one of those identities. You don't have to move to France. You go to Toronto. <laughs> they speak French. <laughs> You're like, girl, <laughs> go to Little Haiti. You gotta do all that. <laughs> right. Go to real Haiti. <laughs> we'll see oh but yeah that yep that wraps up the first episode i'm very excited for the season (laughs) don't forget to join us in the conversation on social media using hashtag insecurity we cannot wait to hear your thoughts and predictions about the season let us know how you feeling are you proud of Molly? Because I am. I will give it to her because I really was thanked towards her last season. But happy for that girl now. However you're feeling, hit us up. Share with us. Uh, Fran, what else you got before we leave? I want to know what you guys think is going to shift too. Like, do you guys see the storylines we predicted? Do you see something completely different? Let us know because we'll be reading your answers in the hashtag. Watch Insecure every Sunday night, 10 p.m. HBO. And don't forget to tune in to the official recap podcast, The Insecure After Show, Insecurity, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and on HBO Max. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Insecurity, the Insecure After Show is a Loudspeaker Studios production in association with Team Epiphany. We're your hosts, Crystal and Fran, our producers, Matt Raz. The executive producers are Chris Morrow and Matt Raz. Our associate producer is Tyrell Worley, and the show is engineered and edited by Dwayne Crawford. Thanks, everybody. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs>